At the 1908 Republican Convention, President Roosevelt threw his support behind William Howard Taft, and Taft eventually became president. Roosevelt was fully supportive of Taft, thinking that they would have the same views, but Taft was eventually seen as nothing like Roosevelt in the sense that he didn't like to be seen in public. He signed a number of acts that his own party didn't agree with, such as the Mann-Elkins Act, which extended the regulatory powers of the Interstate Commerce Commission to telephone and telegraph companies, as well as the Payne-Aldrich Tariff, as the bill was called. To make matters worse, he called it the best tariff bill that the Republican Party ever passed. Outraged progressives accused Taft of betraying the reform cause, and Taft was eventually despised by his own party as well as Roosevelt throughout the course of his actions and his presidency. The Republicans turned against him, and completely at odds with President Taft, Theodore Roosevelt decided to run again for the presidency. Roosevelt ran as a progressive under the Bull Moose Party, which was named after him, and the Republican Party was beginning to divide. Through all that happened, many Republicans began to dislike Roosevelt as well as Taft, and would later vote Democrat just to spite Roosevelt. Wilson took the presidency even without a majority vote because the former Republican vote was split between Roosevelt and Taft, showing how divided the party really was. What makes it so significant that Wilson was elected as opposed to Taft or Roosevelt was that Roosevelt and, Taft and Wilson were polar opposites. Wilson was a massive racist and enabled the KKK to see a massive resurgence in the South. Wilson believes that he could exceed the power of the Constitution, starting the trend of growing executive power that we see continuing today. He also believed in national self-determination, but only for white nations, which led to the creation of many small ethno-states in Europe after the First World War. His goal was to make the world safe for democracy, and it by interfering with the external affairs of other nations to spread democracy in the American political system, including invading nations to overthrow their governments and replace them with a democratic government, among which were Haiti, the Dominican Republic, and Mexico, as well as an attempt to aid the white Russians against the communists with an invasion of northern Russia that failed. Wilson believed in a foreign policy that was guided by morals, not by geopolitical interests, which stands in stark contrast to Roosevelt. Roosevelt took the white man's burden view common at the time, that it was the white man's job to bring the other races up to the standards of civilization, so they would eventually be able to join him. Roosevelt saw geopolitics as a contest between nations each with inherently different interests, and as such, believed the civilized nations should have large militaries to both protect their interests and protect them from the barbaric, uncivilized peoples. As an ardent interventionist, Roosevelt would have brought the United States into the war much earlier than Wilson. He would most likely have used the Lusitania's sinking as an excuse to join the war and stack the odds against Germany as much as possible and force them to surrender. Also unlike Wilson, Roosevelt would not have pulled out of the Treaty of Versailles. With the powers in Europe still strong after a much shorter war, Germany likely would not have been punished nearly as severely as it was in our time, especially with Roosevelt's oversight.
The farther we speculate from here, the more the butterflies hate the bur butterfly effect takes effect. And the more of a stretch it is to make any prediction. In conclusion, the Republican Party split, and that created a path for Wilson to come in and take over, thus leading to a quite large domino effect for the rest of the time. If the Republican Party had never split and either Taft or Roosevelt won, the world wars might have been avoided on the magnitude that we saw, and Europe's colonial empires might very well still be standing today. Providing an end for the many struggles that America as a country faced many years ago.